And oh, you know, I, 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 yeah, I looked the distance and also elevation gain, and that's okay. I mean, you can understand it. It's going to be a tough race, right? But mm. there should be a reason uh, why a race is a Western States uh, qualifier, UTMB qualifier, and also hard rock qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found it uh, when I ran the race. Welcome to the Gotta Run Racing Podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Discover the inspiring stories of the average and not-so-average runners. And they're off. Hey, everyone. We are back with our Canadian Trials of Western States. But first... But first... What's happening with Gotta Run Racing? Yeah, what is happening? A lot, actually. We've opened registration for four races, three of which are... New. Wow. That's exciting. Big time. What's our first one? Lost Treasure Trail Race. I'm glad you said it because I always get tongue tied. (laughs) (laughs) It is a bit of a tongue twister. And that's going to take place at Mansfield Outdoor Center on May 14, 5 and a 10K. Cool. Yep. And then the Fiddle 50. Fiddle 50. How many times can you go around in circles? We'll soon find out. We will. You could do it up to 160 times if you like. (laughs) (laughs) Or, hey, do as a relay. That's right. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Can't wait for that one. And then we have, what's next? Finally. finally. Yeah, Rainbow Trail Run. Three times a term, hopefully. Finally in person. We had it for virtual for two years, and now we're going to get people there. That's right. Earl Rowe Provincial Park. In August. First weekend in August, which is not the long weekend, just in case you're wondering. (laughs) It's the weekend after the long weekend. And then we're going to have the uh, Alan Lake Classic, 10th year. That's all right. Still going strong. Every and of course, Monday. Chase the Coyote, coming up. Coming up. More information about Coyote in, in uh, soon. Yeah, soon. <laughs> it's always soon. Always soon. And who's on the podcast today? Well, we have another Western States uh, lottery ticket winner from Oakville, Ontario, A2 Silic Boss. Yeah, he got in with four Tickets? Yes. Yeah, four tickets. Mm-hmm. And each one was in a different country, I think. So I can't wait to hear about all that. Yeah, that's cool. It's going to be uh, races that I would love to get to one day. <laughs> yeah, he's originally from Turkey. So I can't wait to talk to him because Turkey is one of my most favorite places in the world. All right. And here is A2 coming up. All right. First of all, merhaba. A2 Shilikbash. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practicing all week. A2 Shilikbash. You pronounce my name uh, very well. The easiest way to pronounce my, my name is I2. The letter I and the number two. I, I know, Norman, you, you love Star Wars. My, uh, my daughter is actually uh, making fun of me. Uh, why don't you change your name in Instagram to uh, like R2D2? Yes. Why, why didn't you do that? Uh, she keep asking me. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do it in the proper way. So yeah, I, was, okay. so, I listened so, to Google Translate. Yeah. And okay. it came out Chilikbash. Yes. Then it's perfect. Yes. Chilikbash. Okay. <laughs> and you pronounce it now amazingly. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm you, super excited. Yeah. Yeah, you must be because you were one of the fortunate Canadians to 
get a ticket in this year's or a winning lottery ticket for Western States oh, 2022. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I still cannot believe I'm in Western States because, <laughs> you know, we will talk about that, but I only, you know, applied for three times. I mean, I had uh, eight tickets total mm -hmm. uh, because I used uh, one time buy uh, in mm -hmm. 2018. To be honest, I didn't think that uh, I'm going to be in the in the race. <laughs> I was very, very surprised and excited uh, when I heard the, uh, the, the news, actually. Okay, we'll get into that yeah. later on. But uh, <laughs> first, let's uh, start about your whole running career. How did you start running or when did you start running? Yeah, it was 2012. It all started with the intention of losing some weight. Um, after I married... You know, I started to gain some weight and I was thinking what I can do to get into the shape, to lose uh, those weights. And at that time, my brother had been running like three months, uh, sorry, uh, three years. And he was keep telling me to uh, start running. And he advised me to use an application, mobile application, uh, Coach to 5K. Mm -hmm. And I installed the application. So uh, to this day, I still remember the exact date, my first uh, run. It was uh, July 5th, uh, 2012. Wow. And I went, uh, I went out and opened up this application and started running. I followed the program and it was a, a nine weeks program, uh, which allows you to run 30 minutes without stopping or 5K without stopping. Uh, I followed the program and managed to uh, run my first 5K at the end of August. I was super happy. Um, and after that, I immediately signed up to a 10K road race, a local road race, and started to train uh, that race. And that 10K followed by 15K, 15K followed by uh, half marathon and full <laughs> marathon. Uh, it goes that way. And uh, at that time, you know, my brother was running like, you know, serious ultramarathons uh, like UTMB. And... I continue with the ultramarathons. So my first ultramarathon was a 50K a trail race, a local 50K. And then I continue with the longer and harder ultramarathon races. And then uh, I did a couple of sky uh, trail races. Uh, I did 24-hour race. Uh, and also I finished the Spartathlon as well. So let's go back to the first one. Where was the first race? What was the name of it? And where was this first race? At that time, I was living in Istanbul. It was a local race uh, called Chekmeköy Trail Race. It was a 50K with, uh, I believe, 1,000 meters of elevation gain. Mm -hmm. I, was, I was training, you know, in that area. So I was familiar with the terrain and, you know, hills and all those kind of things. It went very well, actually. I mean, it was... A little bit hard due to the distance and, you know, after transition from road races to the trail races, but I managed to finish it. Uh, so it was great. The feeling was great. And then I immediately think about the longer distances and harder uh, races. What brought you to Canada? I had a, a permanent uh, residency from Canada uh, from a long time ago in 2017. Uh, actually, I wanted to move here, Canada, and uh, I talked to my company and they said, uh, we have an open position. And there was no option to, was it only Ontario was your option? <laughs> uh, 
but we didn't even think about that. Sometimes we are thinking if we went to Vancouver or West Coast or something like that because of the, you know, I, I'm thinking because of the mountains, because right. it's clo close to the sea, <laughs> right? To be honest, I don't know. Uh, we haven't visited uh, Vancouver or that area yet. I know mountains are great there. I don't know. I really don't know. Probably it would have been better for for me <laughs> um, <laughs> from a training perspective, uh, but I don't know. No. Yeah, here in Toronto, the, the biggest challenge that I have, is I cannot find big hills or um, long climbs. Mm -hmm. All of them are either short or um, not that uh, much uh, elevation gain we, we, we get. No, it's true. And you're right down by the lake. So that's even worse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you're right. Uh, you're in Orangefield, right? Yes. So, yeah, I know uh, monocliffs are yeah. there. And yeah, yeah actually, I, I run a couple of times there and it was great. Oh, you should come do right. our Chase the Coyote race that we put on there every year. Yes, <laughs> I, I know that race as well. I didn't find you know a chance to get into the race, but yeah, hopefully I will do <laughs> Or at the very least, you can come up and do some Western States training with Norm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was thinking. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, hopefully, we can share some training miles before Western States when the weather gets a little bit warmer. Let's say right. <laughs> I'm not going to be touching a trail until late April. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So let's start with your what we think is your first ticket race back in 2015. Would that be Cappadocia? Uh, no, actually, it was UTMB uh, because the Cappadocia uh. was the shorter distance. I mean, I run like uh, 60K, not the longest distance. Today, if you run 110K um, in Cappadocia, it, it gives a ticket, but the shorter distance uh, didn't give. So my first uh, run was UTMB, actually. Well, let's, let's, okay, before we get yeah, there, then I, I want, we want to know about Cappadocia because <laughs> it's, my, it's absolutely stunning. So, <laughs> let's, let's yes, 2015, I ran the uh, shorter, shorter course, uh, which mm -hmm. was 60k. After that year, I couldn't, I couldn't run uh, again because we moved to Canada in 2000, 2017. Right. And then, you know, now it's, it's an overseas race for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know the organization is amazing. I know the organizers. Yeah, it's an amazing race. I mean, the, all the terrain, hills, and all those kind of things are amazing. And, but I couldn't find a chance to go back and race. Uh, I was uh, thinking to do the uh, longer one. Mm -hmm. hopefully in the you know coming coming years i can go and run again that race is on my bucket list as well because yes I, i've been to cappadocia i did the hot air ballooning of course oh, yeah yeah <laughs> and uh i have to take norm there because it i he wasn't with me at, on that trip but yeah I, I i can tell you um it's going to be an amazing adventure uh not only for the race itself uh but also for the for all the all the places that you can uh, see when you go to the race. Well, I have to I have to tell you about my experience racing in Turkey. Oh, you did a race as well. I did a race. So in 2014, Which one? <laughs> in 2014, I went to Istanbul with a friend. Okay. 
And we were signed up to do the 15K, which is part of the marathon. Istanbul oh, my God. Marathon. I, in 2014, you said I yeah. did the same 15K. No. Uh, no, sorry. In 2014, I did the full marathon. Yeah. You did the marathon. So you were yeah, there. I did. The, yeah, okay. I was there. Yes. Okay. So, so this was my first European race. I, okay. First okay. European race. And, and you cross the bridge, right? You cross the bridge. So the, yes. the best thing about it is the fact that you start on the Asia side. Yes. And the, you cross the Bosphorus right away to yes. the European side. The European side. And it's so scenic and historic and amazing. Right away, I notice that there's a core group of runners that are dressed that look like runners. And then mm. there's people wearing jeans and soccer <laughs> shoes and like they're carrying full bottles of water and i'm like okay this this is a little weird this is a little weird and of course they take off and then eventually we catch up to them because oh my god you know they're not prepared and, and, and they, I, I was, they, they run with the jeans yes they're running with jeans and soccer shoes no i'm not kidding and I have to think back whether or not they had bibs <laughs> on because maybe they were ghost runners, but all the same, we maybe. get to the first aid station and it was just water. Just they were mm. handing out bottles of water. Okay. And then we get to the second aid station. And by this time we're looking for something, some sugar or something. Right. And I see these people standing in the middle of the street with these bowls. Okay. And I'm like, okay, what could be in the bowls? Like, and people are taking from it. And we get up to the bowl, and it's a bowl of sugar cubes. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember those. I Do know. You remember it's, that? Yes. I've yeah. never seen I, I, anything like that. You're right. I didn't, uh, you know, even think about before you tell me. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I didn't I didn't get them, but. Uh, you're right. It's it's yeah. very interesting. I didn't see anything like that in any other race no. uh, either. But um, I think I run the other years, and I'm not quite sure if we have if we still have those. I don't think so. It's a big race, though. I think there were yeah, it is twenty twenty five thousand the year that we did it, and yes. the fifteen k ends in a different place than the marathon. That, that's right. And my friend and I, we walked a lot of it because I actually had a stress fracture at the time that I didn't know about, but I had a pain in my leg. So mm. we took our time. And when we got to the finish line, we were hearing that they were out of medals. Oh, yeah. There were, there were a few international runners there. And we were all, what do you mean you're out of medals? Like, <laughs> I didn't come all the way to Turkey to do this and not get a medal. So there was a lot of discussion happening behind the scenes and they were trying to troubleshoot this situation because people were getting upset. So this one lady who had finished before me and got a medal, she saw when she found out we were from Canada, she's like, oh my gosh, you have to take my medal. She, <laughs> she gave me her medal and she would not accept oh, no for an answer, which was so amazing. And then eventually the organizers decided that they were going to get a box of medals from the marathon finish line and bring it back to those of us that were waiting. Oh, yeah. So I have two medals. <laughs> oh, nice. And um, 
I believe they are they are same, right? Uh, right. I mean, yes. 15k and the um, half marathon. Oh, you have it still. I have it. Yeah. Yes, I, I have this medal. Yes, yes. I have this medal. <laughs> yeah. Is there a date on? I know. It was the 16th yes, of November. Did. Well, it was very memorable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you have a, quite a bit uh, uh, story. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Back to your racing. I'm just curious on how do you choose your races? I, I didn't think about that before. Probably I'm looking for some hard or popular races, I think I would say. For example, I run uh, you know, a couple of races in Europe, I mean, trail races, and all of them are very well-known races. Probably I'm looking for the you know, bigger ones, uh, harder ones those kind of things but in these days it's a little bit harder to getting into the those type of popular races because you need to qualify and you need to be in the lottery it's getting harder and harder every day mm. but there are a lot of different races there as well so let's talk your let's talk Washington State's ticket races oh yeah <laughs> uh, from from what I saw on ultra sign up your first ticket race was Lavaredo, but I'm not too sure if he used it as a ticket or not. That's right. I noticed. Uh, I noticed that before I talk with you, I was looking my races uh, just to refresh my memory, and I saw Lavaredo there, yeah. and also I run CCC as well, That's the right. shorter distance of, in the UTMB uh, races, and I didn't think about using them as a Western States lottery tickets. To be honest, at that time I didn't. I didn't think about going into the Western States. So it started after I ran UTMB because that year mm -hmm. I ran UTMB in 2017 and mm -hmm. that's the year I moved to Canada. So, and uh, that year I, I read the book, uh, Born to Run. Okay. I knew Western States before, you know, I ran UTMB, um, but I wasn't thinking to run or I didn't know uh, that race was that popular uh, at mm. that time. So after I uh, read the book and also after I moved to uh, Canada, then um, I, I started to think maybe I can do Western States since I'm in North America. Since I ran the UTMB, uh, I wanted to use uh, that as a uh, ticket. And once you get into the lottery, you know <laughs> how, it, how it goes. <laughs> You need to find another race, another <laughs> year, and then, yeah, it, it, it went uh, that way. Interesting, because we did chat with Rachel Sklar, who did Lavaredo, and she also did yes. Cappadocia. Yeah, I curious. listened to podcasts as well. Yeah. Oh, to Rachel? Yeah. Yes. Well, I'm just curious, because uh, tell me more about Lavaredo, because it obviously looks stunning. Uh -huh. And one day, I would love to get there. Yeah. I was wondering it is. Just, yeah. Give us a little tidbit about Lavaredo. Yeah, um, I would say it's a very scenic race. There are some massive peaks uh, and there are some never-ending climbs, you know, similar to other uh, other European races that you can see. There are some switchback climbs. Usually in Europe, the climbs are direct. You go uh, all the way to the top. All these climbs are super long. Some downhills are also uh, very long and <laughs> there are some 
steep downhill sections. Yeah. Uh, and if you are not trained for those type of terrain, it might be hard uh, for quads, especially after hours and hours of running, similar to UTMB. Uh, but the course is great. Organization is amazing. Uh, it starts in, in a small town called Cortina. And uh, I found that race, you know, it, it was a great experience, I would say. Mm. How did you train for the, the mountains where you were living in Istanbul? <laughs> yeah, very good question. That was the biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. Because <laughs> before, before I raced in, in the Alps, I didn't know those kind of climbs, those kind of technical terrain. I would yeah. say. Today, if you ask me, I know much more technical races. But at that time, those were like the, the, the trails that that I was running in Istanbul was like asphalt, right? <laughs> I mean, like road races compared yeah. to European or the Alp, uh, Alp the, the, the mountains in Europe. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Curious about UTMB then. How did you get into UTMB mm. with, how did that happen? Yeah, uh, actually before UTMB, I ran um, Laverado, I ran CCC, Iznik, and also I ran uh, some shorter distances, 80K. But my major races, I mean, the, the points that I used for UTMB was uh, Laverado, CCC, and Iznik. Those and were the three races. Did you get in on first year, second year? No, in the second year. Uh, first, 2016, I ran CCC. Okay. You know, the CCC course is exactly the same of the second half of the UTMB. Mm -hmm. So after Cormayor, it is exactly the same course. Right. So I knew uh, the, the the second half of UTMB. And uh, after I did the CCC, uh, the next year in 2017, I did the, uh, the full UTMB course. And did it live up to its hype? Yeah, it was an amazing being there with all those runners. After I finished, uh, I cannot explain those feelings. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was an amazing experience. I love that little sh town, Chamonix, mm. uh, France. There is a reason uh, why it is called World Summit of Trail Races. So that experience was really amazing. Did your brother run it that year? Uh, no, he did it like uh, maybe in 2013 or 14. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, a couple of years uh, before before I did it. Okay. And at that year, he did uh, CCC. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, he, he was the finish line when I uh, when I was finishing UTMB. Oh, nice. Yeah, he was waiting for me. <laughs> That's great. For me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to be, at, I'll be doing UTMB next year. Yeah, I heard that. So yeah, I heard we, one of your podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. When we run together, when we train together for Western States, you're going to tell me more, all the more about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I will. I will. Hey, guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, then check this out. New for 2022, the Lost Treasure Trail Race. Calling all trail runners to our brand new event. Coming to Mansfield, Ontario this May 14th. The Lost Treasure Trail Race features both the 5 and 10K on the beautiful trails at the Mansfield Outdoor Center. As the story goes, the American outlaw Jesse James buried a barrel full of gold coins stolen from a train on his relative's property somewhere in the hills of Malmer. You'll earn your very own coin medal when you cross the finish line. 
Registration is now open. For more info, go to gotterunracing.com. Now back to Jody and Norm. Actually, we lived uh, four different seasons in, in, in that race. Wow. There was yeah, there was rain, uh, snowfall, and also uh, it was very warm when I was finishing. It, it took 40 hours for me. That's <laughs> probably why I lived for all, all those four seasons in one race. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was a great experience all along. I mean, for example, when I was climbing that mountain, that downhill takes like 20 kilometers and oh, think wow. about your quads yeah. 20 kilometers of downhill straight downhill yeah, <laughs> yeah. well <laughs> i can't imagine i i yeah. i've been there i i i have done races like that <laughs> and crazy. it's funny because you when you finally finish the downhill you look back up when you're going I can't believe oh, I just yeah. freaking did that. <laughs> exactly. And the, the other thing is sometimes you don't see the top, top of the mountain, but mm-hmm. you only see the runner lights. They are like stars <laughs> climbing <laughs> up to the mountain, but yeah. you don't see the mountain, only the, 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 the headlamps. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 2018. Now you're living in Canada. Yes. And I assume it was it was easier at that point in time to choose a Canadian race for your ticket. So you went to Quebec for a mega trail. That's right. Again, a very interesting story. I did the Quebec mega trail, uh, but at that time it was 100K. I'm a little bit confused because I remember I ran the race, uh, but I didn't use that race as a Western States ticket because if I'm not wrong, at that year, it wasn't a qualifier oh. uh, because when I'm checking the the race in its website, it is now 110 and it's a Western qualifier because I remember that year I also signed up for Harikana, Harikana Ultra Trail, mm-hmm. but I couldn't be able to do the race. That's why I used one time buy in 2018. Ah, okay. Yeah, okay. I, I, was, I was looking the Western qualifiers. And I was very surprised when I see the Quebec Mega Trail name uh, in the list because I, I didn't use it as a uh, ticket. And I was very desperate when I couldn't run the Hurricana. Mm-hmm. And at that year, I was super lucky because uh, they offered one time buy. Yeah. And I used, used it uh, that year. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yes. All right. Yeah. So you're, think, you're more lucky than we thought. <laughs> I think I'm one of the most luckiest uh, runners who got into the Western States, really. My, my qualifiers are there, but I didn't use them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and to be honest, you are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't need to use this one. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> And in 2019, I was a little bit desperate because, you know, I used the uh, one-time buy and I had to find a race to continue uh, my chance in Western States. So, and I was looking uh, for races and you asked me, what are you looking when you are choosing your races? By the way, when I ran the UTMB, I also applied to Hard Rock as well because Ah. UTMB is also qualifier (laughs) for Hard Rock. Yes. And... I wanted to continue my chance to hard rock as well. Mm-hmm. So I, when I was looking those races, I found Creel Jewel in <laughs> Georgia. And, oh, you know, I, 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 yeah, I looked the distance and also elevation gain. And 
that's okay. I mean, you can understand it. It's going to be a tough race, right? But mm. there should be a reason uh, why a race is a Western States uh, qualifier, UTMB qualifier, and also hard rock qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I found it uh, when I ran the race. <laughs> you found yeah, out was, why. <laughs> uh, yeah, I found out why. Uh, it was one of the toughest races that I ran. Thank you very yeah. much. Because <laughs> I have also done Cruel Jewel. 100K. Okay. <laughs> but I still uh, lose sleep over it. <laughs> I still wake up in a cold sweat. <laughs> and that was six yeah, years it was, ago. yeah, it was really, really tough. The biggest challenge for me uh, for, uh, about that race was the heat. Uh, it was in May. And going that race um, from Canada in May, it was really, really tough. So I started. Uh, race, uh, I started to run, and after 40k, um, I couldn't be able to uh, keep up with the uh, liquids that I was taking. At 40k point in checkpoint, uh, I sat like 40 minutes, and I was thinking, how will I go the next, you know, 130k? By the way, that year, if I'm not wrong. I mean, the, the race itself is 170 kilometers or something mm -hmm. like that. But that year, uh, there was a, some change. And when I finished, my watch was showing 180K. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It's not a uh, small difference. <laughs> and, yeah, but, but the race itself is, is, is great. It's very, very well organized. I mean, all those, uh, you know, mountains... What I found interesting, uh, all those climbs, it's similar to uh, UTMB because there were, I remember there were a lot of long climbs. Mm. Um, yeah, that's how you, you got 80,000 80, meters of climb well, total or just, something like that. It's just never ending. It's exactly. never ending. Yes. Mm. As soon exactly. as you go down, you're up. Down, yes. you're up. And, and I remember at one climb, I was so desperate because I'm, I was out of water mm -hmm. and I sat down. Really, I couldn't, um, I couldn't go uh, going up. And I was uh, hearing some voices, like wind voices. But I was thinking it was a kind of river. Oh. I was like dreaming <laughs> because of, I was so thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> that wind noise, it, it was... It was like a river uh, yeah. for me. And I was looking and, you know, asking people if there is a river close by because I was that desperate. You know, it's also funny about that race is because when I did the 100K, I was passing 100 milers who's been out there for 35, yeah. 37, 38 hours. So when you had these 100K runners passing you, <laughs> yeah. how defeating... <laughs> exactly. <Did> you feel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 totally. I mean, yeah, it took me 37, 37 and a half hours for me to finish the race. I was thinking I was uh, doing very well, but after I finished, you know, it took 37 hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was tough. Yeah, yeah, but I had the Western States qualifier and. And yeah. uh, you had a lot on the line. Fire as well. Yeah. 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 You had a lot on the line. And so there was just no way 
that you're going to quit this race, right? There's just yeah. no way. There's no way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> does Does your wife travel with you to to these races? Usually, yes. Um, for, for all these um, races that I did in in Europe, uh, my family uh, came with me. But for that particular race that was in Georgia, I went alone. You went to that race by yourself too. Didn't I also you? I also went by myself. Yeah. And oh, yeah. when I finished, they did not have my bag, so I had to wait another two hours at the finish line, freezing to get my oh, bag. Oh my god! And then <laughs> I then I drive back to my hotel, same situation as you, and I was all over the road. I could not keep my eyes open. <laughs> so exactly dangerous. the same. Yeah, it was it was very dangerous because you know it was it was the second night. And all road was empty, all black. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow, we, yeah, you, it was, you brought it was back such. some memories. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I did. Definitely, I did. And it's a good thing your wife didn't see you there coming out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she would, yeah, she wouldn't recognize you. So that is cruel, Jewel, and it, it lives up to its name. It is a very cruel race. For this year, again, I did. Um, I did check the race just to see if the registration is still open or not, uh, but it was all sold out. Yeah. Mm. It's very popular, though. It's very yeah, popular. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. Well, I also have other stories about Cruel Jewel, but we'll save that on a training run. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Listen, I want to move on because of the same year you ended the uh, Spartathlon. Isn't that right? Same year as Cruel Jewel? Uh, yes, that's right. So you're, yeah, you're really up for some punishment. <laughs> One year before Spartathlon, I ran in 2018. I went to Gatno uh, for 24-hour race, Siri um, Chimnoy mm-hmm. 24-hour race right. to get a qualifier. I, I went there 2017 and also 2018. And I remember you had a podcast with Sebastian Rulia, right? Yes. And he was there as well uh, because... He was going to run uh, Spartathlon in 2018, and ah. he was he was running uh, that 24-hour race as a uh, as a training race uh, for Spartathlon. And my brother finished Spartathlon six times, and wow, uh, yeah, he was talking with him to get his advice. Oh, oh wow. uh, yeah, and in 2018, I got my qualifier, Spartathlon qualifier, in 2017, but I. I was not lucky to to pick in the lottery in 2018. Mm. So I went there again just to renew my qualifier because mm-hmm. you know it is valid for two years, but I wanted to get that qualifier just in case if if I cannot make in 2019. Right. So uh, yeah, I ran in Sri Chimnoy 24 hours uh, just for uh, 100k. At that time, you needed to run under 10 hours to get mm-hmm. a qualifier. It was the easiest qualification race that you can do. And they changed it to 120K after that year. But oh, I, got, okay. I got my qualifier there. And in 2019, after Creel Jewel in September, at the end of September, I ran uh, Spartathlon, uh, 246 kilometers. And I ran in 35 hours, 32 four minutes the uh, cutoff time uh, is 36 hours pretty close eh yes you're, yeah, you're actually, talking seconds in a 5k race uh, i walked like 
the last 30k because I did my calculations and I understood that I'm going to make it. So mm-hmm. I wasn't in a hurry, I would say. Mm-hmm. So I took my time and walk all the last 30 kilometers. There's a lot of roads in that uh, race, is there not? It's a lot of road running. Uh, uh, in Spartathlon? Yeah. Uh, all of it is is on, on the road, actually. Oh, the awesome. whole thing is on the road. Yeah, oh, okay. yep, the whole thing is. Uh, there is only one mountain pass uh, mm-hmm. where you climb 100, uh, sorry, 1,200 meters uh, okay. climb. But that section is the only trail uh, section. Other than that, all of it is on the road. Okay. So much history yeah. in that race. Yeah. So much history. Hey, so much history. And the profiles of the athletes, the whole atmosphere is, is amazing, I would say. I see that you wrote a blog about it, but it was all in Turkish. So I was going <laughs> to feed, feed it into uh, Google yeah. Trends. <laughs> do, do you know the story behind it? It's the Philip. Philip Philippides, I can't say the word, his name, Philippides. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's ba- it, uh, basically, it is based on the run of uh, Philippides. So, based on the records of a uh, Greek historian, uh, Herodotus, a Greek messenger, Philippides uh, ran from Athens to Sparta before the Battle of uh, Marathon in a day and a half to right. seek uh, against the, uh, the, the Persians. In 2082, if I'm not wrong, a um, couple of Royal Air Force soldiers from UK think about running the same course, uh, if it's possible or not. And they managed to finish under 36 hours. The next year, the, the event started. Oh, wow. Great. So it's not that yeah. old. It's not that old. Uh, it's 30, 35 years. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought you said uh, 82, a, a, I think the, the first the, the first one was 83 or maybe 84 oh, okay okay wow interesting enough when we chatted with Sebastian the year he did it he had to face a hurricane yes <laughs> so how was your overall um usually it is too hot uh when you warm I mean it's it's very warm when you run uh because Greece at the end of September it is still so warm uh, mm-hmm. the weather uh, and my year uh, it, again it was very very warm like 37 38 degrees Celsius and it was very humid like 90 mm-hmm. percent of humidity it was tough yeah but it's not only the distance itself I mean 246 kilometers it's I mean it's really long mm-hmm. but the the, the main challenge is the cutoffs the oh. race itself has 75 checkpoints and mm. every every checkpoint has its own cutoff so for wow. example yeah the, the, <laughs> let me give you an example 80 kilometer mark one of the uh, major checkpoints it has nine nine and a half uh, cutoff time that's pretty tight wow that's wow. very tight you got to be pre- you got to be prepared for just that section yeah, it is going a little bit more uh, on the other uh, sections, but you need to be fast for the first 80K just to have a buffer for yeah. the other part of the race. Yes. Wow, very cool. And the, the, the time between that race 
and Cruel Jewel was pretty much yeah, similar. Yeah, we're very similar. Exactly. We're running exactly. another 80K. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the yeah. same time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that just gives you an idea. It gives you an idea about Cruel Jewel being hard. Yeah. But <laughs> Sportathlon is also difficult as well. <laughs> yeah, it is. So it is. You really difficult. do pick some hard ones. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, no doubt but, about that. But that race is defines me. It's an amazing race, and I want to do uh, that race as 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 many as I can do. So you want to keep going back and keep doing? Yeah. It? Oh, okay. Wow. This year I will apply again. Very nice. Hmm. So yeah. your last ticket race, I believe. Well, first of all, oh sorry. So before sorry. we, I'm George Warren. Do you ever follow the lottery at this time? Like, do you oh, think? Oh yeah, yeah, lottery check-in. If you like what you're hearing so far, then check this out. Our second new event for 2022 is the Fiddle 50. Does running around in circles sound like fun to you? No vert, no problem. Well, then Gotta Run Racing has the perfect race for you. Coming to Shelburne, Ontario this June is the Fiddle 50, featuring distances starting at 25K all the way to 100 miles and almost everything in between. It's flat, fast, and fun all rolled into one. And as the name implies, you may even hear a fiddle or two. And they may or may not be on a roof. Registration's now open. For more info, go to gotterunracing.com. Now, back to the show. I, I was following it, but I didn't, I, I never think that I'm going to be uh, Western States because I know, you know, it's, I mean, the, the chances <laughs> slip. So I was just applying, but I didn't think I'm going to make it. And are you still putting your name into Hard Rock? Uh, yes. This year I couldn't. Uh, and the, the the thing is, you know, hard rock canceled two times. Yeah. Uh, one because of the snow conditions, I believe, and uh, one uh, due to the COVID. Last year, I I couldn't find a race, a qualifier race, and yeah, this year I, I didn't apply. But um, it's different than Western states when it comes to uh, lottery. You don't lose your tickets. So, for example, what I understand, if I'm not wrong, I might be wrong. For example, next year, if I, this year, if I run a qualifier and apply um, hard drug, then uh, they will use my previous tickets. Mm. So, mm. it's it's going to continue. They will not, they will not, I mean, I will, I'm not going to lose my uh, previous tickets. Well, then, but Western would be, Western yes. is your, In Westerns, yeah. yeah, you you lose your tickets. Right? No, no, but you're going to use West- Western as hard rock. Yeah, as your hard rock ticket. Ah, I didn't know. No, Western States is not a right. hard track qualifier. No, it's no, yeah, no right. it's not. Oh, and the, <laughs> and the challenges, the challenges. When you look at the hard track qualifiers, the list is quite small compared to Western States. There is a reason I understand. But for example, Fat Duck, that's one of the races in my list. I don't know. It depends on if I'm going to Spartathlon or not. But I want to do Fat Dog sometime as well. <laughs> all right so we'll move on to the oh yeah ticket. so your last your last and final ticket i believe was yeah harikana harikana yes and that was smack dab in the middle of the pandemic i i know in september of 20 there was a little window where we were in a good position but what was it like running during the pandemic uh, did you yeah. hear about this pandemic 
it was very well organized. Uh, I mean, the race itself was very well organized, and also it was well organized for COVID conditions uh, as well. I mean, we start, of course, we started with the masks yes. and with the waves two meters apart each other, right. and then uh, we'd start with the waves, like I don't know. 15, 20 runners at a time, and mm -hmm. you need to wait like 30 seconds or maybe 40 seconds before, uh, so after the, the the previous runner. Previous wave, yeah. And the other thing is maybe a, a little bit challenge in checkpoints. Mm. Uh, it's because when you come to a checkpoint, first you need to use hand sanitizer <laughs> and you need to put your mask yeah. on. Uh, yeah, that was a little bit tough. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we managed to uh, finish it. That's good. That's yeah. good. That but it was a it was a hard race as well. I didn't. I wasn't expected that much. I would say. I mean, it's because <laughs> the the terrain is technical. I mean, full of rocks, uh, roots, and it's not always run rolling hills. And it's so, it's so funny because you've done such hard races. 30 to 37 hours and then you think oh i'll do hurricana it's gonna be an it's, it's gonna be a little trek in the forest it, it's a hard race yeah it's a hard race i mean as mentioned i wasn't expected that hard and there are some sections where you use your hands actually right I mean, yeah you, you cannot climb without using your hands it's so steep wow wow that's good but, yeah but but i was uh lucky because during the day the weather was amazing i ran with with, with a t-shirt only mm. yeah it was 17 degrees in september it was it was great but in in the evening it was very cold like minus two or Whoa. Ooh, wow, I, that's a big like difference. yeah yeah when i was when i was starting the race it was minus two and during the day it was great yeah mm. very good and you're cutting it close because that race was in october September. Oh, September? Mm -hmm. September. Yeah. Okay. I think close to end of September. Okay. Maybe yeah. 18th of September or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you had to get that ticket or else I don't know what else you would have done. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But but the, the views are amazing. Mountains and all those uh, forests are amazing. Great. But it was a tough race. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you finally find out that you got into Western States will give us the day. I was in Istanbul. I saw the notification like Western States registration, not registration. We took your payment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't remember the notification, but yeah, I saw WSER and I immediately understood. I was amazed when I saw the email and it was saying, you have you know short time to register or something like that and it didn't it didn't say how many days we have so i immediately uh, register and immediately pay the uh, <laughs> yeah just to so make sure it wasn't a dream exactly just to make sure <laughs> and i couldn't sleep i was thinking about like two three hours and uh, it was it was an amazing feeling i didn't watch the again lottery because i didn't think i, I was going to in the i mean the race i had like eight tickets and after i 
um, Western States, actually, I checked uh, what was my uh, chance into the race, and it was like eight percent or something like that. Yeah, yeah, I was I was uh, super excited, uh, super happy when I saw the uh, email. Like I, I didn't expect it. No, I guess not. No. Is, your, is your brother trying to get into Western? No, never. Because of this, you know, multiple years. Um, Do you have? Actually, a- he, he, he was he was telling me it's almost impossible to get into the race. So he was <laughs> he was telling me, "Don't continue." <laughs> <laughs> but now he's going to come and pace you, right? Is he going to come no, over? No, no, Aww. probably not. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> and congratulations on your podium at that damn hill this past oh uh, yeah yeah Yeah. i run that race for uh spartlaton qualifier as well and yeah after i finished uh 200k it 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 put me in the podium (laughs) yeah very nice good very good that brought your ultra sign up percentage up a little bit (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) you're right Yeah. And the, the other thing is that race uh, was not flat at all. It's not a common in 24-hour race. There is a 10 to 12 meters of climb in each loop in two kilometers. So after oh, okay. the race, it was the total elevation gain was like more than 1,000, 1,300 or something like that. Mm, mm. Yeah. Well, if you like doing loops, we have a race for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, come and, do our, uh, come and do our fiddle fifty. Fifty <laughs> k, right? 50, not fifty miler. It's all of them. It's all of them. All of 25, them. 50, 80, 100, 100 mile. Okay, well, when is it? Well, it's kind of close to Western. It's yeah. the first weekend in June, so okay, maybe fifty so k. <laughs> yeah, maybe fifty k, or maybe next year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I too. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. I mean, it was a pleasure talking with you. It was great. Yeah, you have a lot of experience and we can't wait to know what's going to happen after Western because you still have Hard Rock and you want to go back to Spartathlon. Uh, yeah, Spartathlon. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, hopefully I, I, I'm going to run Spartathlon again and Hard Rock is in my uh, bucket list, but it's, again, uh, very hard to yeah. be in the race. Uh, but yeah. Uh, one day I want to run hard drug as well because it's it's a very hard race and yeah. uh, I want to test myself in in that uh, high altitude. Uh, I did, as mentioned, I did a couple of uh, sky races, but in those sky races you uh, climb to the up to the mountain, but you don't stay there a long time. Right. Uh, so hopefully one day I will do hard drug. Well, you should tr- check out Leadville. That's you're running a yes. That's a another one now. that you need to qualify and you need to be in the lottery. Yeah, I, I want to do Leadville as well. Yes. Well, I would be happy to pace you there since I've uh, experienced it a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if, if if I will be in the race, yeah, uh, I, I, I will. Call. Yeah, I will call you. All right. Well, we end our podcast with a few rapid fire questions if you okay. don't mind we'll do that now uh which would you prefer a long run on a treadmill or like today at minus 20 degrees <laughs> <laughs> i have a treadmill in my home and i use my treadmill today i didn't Did i didn't go out yeah i prefer <laughs> treadmill yeah yeah what's another sport you'd like to excel in um I like hiking and cycling, um, but most of my time 
I'm I'm doing my training runs. Yeah, about swimming? cycling. Swimming is also yeah. I, I like swimming as well, but usually I don't find some time you know yeah. to swim. Would you ever consider doing a triathlon? Since you do all those? No, things? never. No, no. I, I don't think I will do a triathlon. No. Okay. All right. Uh, do you listen to music when you run? Uh, yes. So, what's your favorite genre of music? Um, I would say only the good die young from Iron Maiden. <laughs> yeah, I pump up that when I need wake. some energy. Yeah. <laughs> what type of food do you like at an aid station in an ultra? What What's the first thing you want to see when you get there? I like watermelons, sometimes Coke, but I find very uh, good in cruel jewel uh they were uh they were giving like cheese and tortillas oh yeah and it was uh it was hot Mm -hmm. Uh, they were doing uh fresh and i find them very very good yeah but yeah but usually watermelons if if there's any uh, water and cola i would say (laughs) you like the eight stations that have alina then (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) uh beer or wine i like both but uh, I would go with beer. With beer, yeah. Are there any good Turkish beers? Oh, uh, there are. Yes. Yeah. Can there we get are. them here? Have you seen any in uh, LCBO? Mm, no. No. Okay. If you could travel back in time, which period would you go to, and why? I think I might know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Not to cruel jewel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but wouldn't, wouldn't you want to go run with Philippides back? Philippides, yeah, yeah, that might be very interesting. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think think about that, but yeah, that would be that would be very interesting to that run would, to run the very first time. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure he was a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, best of luck in your Western training. And again, we're going to invite you up to Orangeville so you can run some hills with this guy. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Uh, hopefully, we will be together in Western States and hopefully we will do some training runs before yeah. Western States. Absolutely. Absolutely. What month is Cappadocia again? October. Uh, oh, perfect. Middle, October. Yes. Okay. Our birthdays yeah. are in our October, and we always go oh, away. That's so. amazing. Yeah, you sh- if you if you register that race, tell me that you're registered because, as mentioned, I know the organizers, and okay. I want to let them know that you're coming. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and yeah. We'll definitely look into that. For sure. For sure, because I I can't wait to go back. I I just fell in love with yeah. the country and the yeah. people. And the food and the culture, <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> and, and Norm, you, you can do the shorter distance, which is, you know, 60K. And hopefully you won't need any uh, Western States qualifier tickets. No. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I'm, I'm gonna, once I'm done Western, I don't need to look for tickets <laughs> anymore. You're right. You're right. But um, do you feel any pressure to finish the race under... 24 hours to get the <laughs> silver bucket. As you know, silver the, the funny thing is, buckle. people ask me that, and I'm a different runner than I was eight years ago when I first started getting my tickets. 
Had it been eight years ago, I would have felt confident <laughs> to get under 24. But now I'm happy just to finish. <laughs> I want to do it under 24 if it's possible, because it will be our only chance <laughs> to run the race. Yeah. You got that right. Yeah. I will do my best. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Save here. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Thank you for the time. Thank you I very do. much. Okay. okay Take you. care. Hey, thank you so much. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. All right. That was I too. Silik Bash. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm I'm practicing. I'm practicing for our trip. What a guy. Yeah. <laughs> What a guy. He's done some serious epic races, some very hard ones all over the world. And in a short period of time, he hasn't really been running that long. No, he's he just wants to go over the go after the big wigs. Well, smart to do it when you're a little bit younger too. And as we found out. Yeah. <laughs> and uh fresh fresh into the running scene. Mm-hmm. But uh can't wait to meet him at Squaw. And hopefully before that, do oh, some yeah, training. Oh, yeah, you ones. gotta have him up here. Show him the hills of Hockley. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe, well, they have hockey like Cruel Jewel, just in a little short version of it. There you go. Never-ending, rolling. <laughs> so there you go. That's I2. That's I2. And, D2. Uh, If you want to check out the shorter version of this podcast, check out our YouTube channel. At Gotta Run Racing. Cheers. Ooh, that was quite the marathon. Thanks for listening to the Gotta Run Racing podcast with your hosts, Norman and Jody. Please visit us at gotarunracing.com for more information on our events or simply drop us an email at gotarunracing at gmail.com. And be sure to check out our YouTube channel to stream the video version of this episode. Oh, and if you like my voice, check me out at tylerherchuk.ca. T-Y-L-E-R-H-Y-R-C-H-U-K. Gotta run!